I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. I thought the difference the second half, our defense was good. We start, we hit a couple. Uh, I think Tyus hit one, Frank hit one. We got a little space, uh, but... They're a really good team. They come at you as, just about as hard as you can come and play. Um, but I thought we did a lot of good things. You know, we're missing – we can't miss 11 free throws. I told the players, I said, every game in this league is going to be like this. There's nothing easy. It's going to be difficult uh, every time you come to play. Yeah, rebounding and his defense is good. He blocked uh, three, but he changed some shots today. Um, you know, he's just got to finish better under the basket. O'Shea has got to concentrate on being physical and get inside and rebounding the ball. Uh, he's still missing around the basket. He can convert those. Do you feel like the team's starting to come into shape? People are falling into roles and figuring it out? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, Pittsburgh, they're a good team. They play hard. I mean, they, they played the entire 40 minutes hard, uh, even, even towards the end. So uh, we have to be ready to play every single game, and uh, I think this team is starting to understand that now. Has there been any change for you as far as feeling a little more comfortable out there, feeling a little more aggressive? You know, what's changed for you? I'm just getting used to, to playing, in, playing in there and uh, getting used to the speed, most importantly, not as much playing in there. But uh, just getting used to the speed. It's a different level of play and uh, just making sure I'm, I'm in good shape to get my shots up and get open and, and create for my shots. So that's, that's probably the biggest adjustment and just getting used to that. And, and it will take time, I know that. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. All right, what's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please subscribe. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse sports podcast centered around giving you, the fans, a voice. All right, so Syracuse survives Pitt at home. 74 to 63, and they improved to 13 and 5 overall, and 4 and 1 in the ACC. That moves them up from 50 to 47 in the net rankings. You'll hear from us. We'll hear from you in the fan feedback top 10 in Miami. Comes to the dome January 24th at 8 p.m. Another another 8 p.m. game that Joe just loves so much. <laughs> Uh, I know he's yep. a big fan of those. Uh, so, uh, but first, before we get into all that fun stuff, uh, let's let's talk about tick splits. Listen, I know all of you listening need tickets to something somewhere at some point. This is a great sponsor because it's a sponsor everybody could use. Um, you know, uh, there are the official 
ticket provider for the Armchair Media Network, where Joe and I cover Syracuse basketball and football for. And unlike other ticketing providers, they don't sneak the extra fees and unexplained service charges in. So whatever you see at Ticks Blitz is the price you pay. There's no unnecessary fees, um, nothing to prevent you from seeing the sporting event or concert that you want to go to. Uh, go to TicksBlitz.com and enter the promo code Armchair at checkout to receive 5% off of your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z.com, promo code armchair, ticks, blitz, guaranteed seats, guaranteed emotions. Okay, so I've got a, a Cooper Dawson interview coming up that's going to come out sometime this week, probably, I might put it up tomorrow maybe. It's all it's all ready to go, it's just uh, waiting, and uh, I'm going to put it up maybe tomorrow night, tomorrow evening, or Tuesday, I don't know, but... Look, look for that. So it'll it'll be out before the next game. Put it that way. Um, and then uh, I we were looking. I was looking at where some of the downloads were coming from, and you know I thought that there was a couple use yeah, close to you know Slovakia. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> is this like Mark's family or what the hell's going on? So it was like Kazakhstan, <clears throat> and they're spread all over the Middle East too, and everything. And I think it's troops. So I should have put that together a long time ago. So if there's any troops listening, thank you. Listening overseas like that, that means a ton to us that you come to this podcast to get your yeah. uh, to get your Syracuse sports fix. So shout out to all of them. We really appreciate everything that you do over there. And if we can give you some piece of home, uh, I'm honored to do that for those guys. Yeah. Well, I would have loved something like this when I was over there. Yeah, that's exa- for sure. Exactly. That was it, technology wasn't even close, was it? Mm-hmm. So no. um, anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, Syracuse improves. Um, they uh, are seventy and forty-five in the all-time series against Pitt with a win at home. Uh, this uh, recap is brought to us by JP Mulligans. You know the deal. Go to their Facebook page. Give them a like there. Sometimes they give out Syracuse uh, basketball tickets. You don't want to miss that happy hour every Monday through Friday, four to six. Trivia Tuesdays, every NFL game. That's wrapping up, but they're still doing it. And of course, they play the wings. Every, every Syracuse game. Grab some wings. Hang out with other great wings, fans. great burgers, great and, people. Uh, yeah. So that is that. Um, Syracuse wins at home in front of 24,466 fans. That's the largest on-campus crowd this season. And how, yeah. about, how about Buddy Beheim hitting his first four threes? He went four for five overall, and his shots all came from uh, distance, from behind the arc. He finished with a season-high 13, and actually he followed up Tyus Battle, who led the team with 22 points. He shot 52.9%, and the fire under Battle continues to burn. I think, you know, he's been slow to get started the past couple games, but once he got rolling, man, it was just lights out for him. I think, I mean, it just he just needs to get started quicker. And, you know, it's just the matter of doing it. Um, I think Chuku 2.0 is here to stay, Joe. What do you think? Uh, uh, I'm hoping so. <clears throat> I, I mean, looks pretty good the last couple games, that's for sure. Yeah, he's been looking good. I think he gets the start. It's pretty um, solid. I think he gets Had a couple, you know, eh. Oh, well, he had a couple bad passes. And, like, I was just going to say that. I think he gets the start. Um barring a bad practice, despite the bad passes, 
leading up to um, Thursday. We'll see what happens. Um, but I think he gets to start again as long as he has yeah, he had enough. He had enough good plays to make up for it. So yeah, and I think Jim he looks he really looks to practice too. Practice good, play good. He finished with eleven points and uh, eleven rebounds and six points. Brissett is a mystery to me right now, and we went through this last year. I just think he's better than what he shows us every game. Four for eleven from the field. He ended up with eleven points, um, and only f- for the third time this year, Hughes has kept under double digits. He scored eight points. Howard was solid with ten points and five assists, and our guy Dolajai. Uh, didn't didn't break the the scoreboard, but he's got six rebounds, five assists, two steals, two blocks coming off the bench. Uh, yeah. Now the good and the bad of it. The orange they shot forty six percent, forty six point three from the floor, and they shot twenty two out of twenty. Or excuse me, twelve out of twenty six of their threes. That's forty six point two percent. And I'm not saying that there won't be another bump in the road or anything like that with the sh- with the shooting that you know we see here and there. Uh, but slowly improving, and I'm hoping that this becomes the norm soon. This you know this constant, uh, the consistency to the offense. Um, now. Ex- yeah. Except ex- expect the Syracuse basketball team uh, when they hit uh, practice this week uh, to be standing at the free throw free throw line because the bad of it is this twelve for twenty three from the free throw line is fifty two point two percent that's not going to get it done you heard coach and the coach montage eleven miss um, that's just awful Pitt turned fourteen Syracuse turnovers into nineteen points and we got smoked on the boards forty four to thirty six so Joe. <laughs> And some of the early concern with the way Syracuse had been shooting the ball, especially from three, um, can it, it, do you see this becoming a thing of the past? Can they keep it up? Is it, it do, was it um, is it a matchup thing? I mean, how do you look at it? Well, it's definitely a matchup thing, but again, I think it's just a confidence thing. They have the talent. Uh, Jim Beheim again, he said that we've gotten the shots that we've wanted all year, and it's just a matter of making them, and we've just been making them more recently than. <laughs> We've been missing them, you know. We had a one-off game there with Georgia Tech, and other than that, we've we've looked pretty good. And uh, you know, even if you have you know Elijah Hughes under ten, and uh, again other people not blowing up the scoreboard, just you know, we we've been playing good D. We played really good D, and really, I mean, we're rebounding and free throw shooting away from you know this being a blowout. So uh, we had some things that I think made up for it. Obviously, you have an eight steals, ten blocks. Uh, and, you know, we really played as a team, 17 assists. It's pretty good. So, again, you know, we're just seeing the offense get a little bit better. And, you know, we're obviously getting a little bit more offense off of our defense, you know, with the steals and, the, and blocks. You know, you have 18 steals and blocks combined. You know, you're definitely going to be able to have some transition points, get out there and, and be able to get some points. So, uh, again, it was a, a good win. And um, I think it kind of went the way I thought it was going to. Um, Pittsburgh, they came out, they played tough. They got really good defense. They got some young guards. It's going to, team's only going to get better. Uh, Wilson Frame came off the bench and, and played good. And shot, uh, I think he had 19 points. So uh, they're definitely going to be, um, you know, they're not an easy out in the ACC. We still got to play them again at their place. So we'll see what happens. But, um, again, I think that just our defense kind of overwhelmed their players at times, turnovers and stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just glad that we uh, got the W, 4-1 and one in the ACC, 13-5 and five overall. Just uh, got to get that last game that we were talking about in that six-game stretch. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be difficult going back to um, – it's definitely going to be difficult going back to Pittsburgh to play them. Um, <laughs> 
some people just don't get the hint sometimes. Um, so he <laughs> <laughs> you know, called me back three times. Um, yeah. uh, so, so it's going to be tough going back to the zoo. That's a difficult place to play. I mean, that's another small venue that can be raucous and, you know, the zoo yeah. and we know all that stuff. But, um, you know, yeah. with, with the way that Syracuse slipped in the second half, or excuse me, the end of the first half, you know, they yeah. had developed a pretty decent lead. Chuku sparked some momentum with a bad pass, um, you know, that was thrown up for a three. It was a, it was a, a catch and a catch and shoot, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. And then from there, I think they they closed out nine. They went on a nine zero run or something like that at the end of the half or at the at the end of the first half. So and then the, almost the same thing happened at the end of the second half. So, you know, we got up to like twenty points at one point, and then you know you're sitting there at the end of the game going, you know, probably not going to lose this, but it's a little too close for comfort. So being able to close the games <clears> out, <throat> I think, you know, we've seen it, but it wasn't against. It hasn't happened in. You know, well, I guess Notre Dame. That's that's it for conference play. But yeah, um, usually it doesn't, though. You know, so I, I know. And like Coach said, these games are not going to be easy from here on out. They're not going to be easy. But we were talking about how you know we just are going to break these up into three segments of six and heading into you know Miami. We're already going to be a third of the way through this. It's going so fast. Um, yeah. You know, heading into Miami. That's Thursday. And then your your next the next segment the next two segments are tough, they're tough, and yeah. I, I don't see oh, yeah. I don't see us I don't see us tougher than the first, but you know that's why it's important to finish it off and go five and one. You know I know go five and go five and one and just think what could have been what think what could have been if we can beat Miami going six and six and zero oh to start in the ACC. So uh, not going to be any easy games. In the ACC, so no. uh, what do you think of Buddy though? I mean, he he's finally starting to kind of, um, you know, get his yeah. stroke. He actually he was bringing defenders out, and you know he's going to be able to do that. I think the more and more he gets used to going out there and being able to be someone that can can you know spread it out a little bit and get some get some people up and down low. He had Mark Dolzai. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, I mean. Don't, Every single time, I mean, how many times is there a guy that we play against that, you know, token substitute guy that comes off the bench and shoots a bunch of threes against us and, yeah, you know, like three, four, game. you know, so, I mean, if, as long as he can, I'm sure that he can, he, he wants any type of role, especially as a freshman. So uh, if he has the confidence like he did, he came off the bench and, I mean, he just looked like he was ready to go made the first one and he was just kind of on fire for a little bit there. And yeah, again, if you can come in and do that, yeah. I mean, that gives you a little bit of a weapon, you know, you can try it once in the first half, once in the second half, whatever, see if he's hitting a couple, if he's on, if he's not, you know, take him out after a little bit of a, a go, you know, and he ended up playing 19 minutes. So, you know, obviously he was, he was worth be staying out there with these shots he was making and stuff. So, um, yeah, that can definitely help when it comes down the road, you know. And they took Tyus and the coach took Tyus and turned him into a, a shooting guard, basically, where he said in his press conference, if you didn't hear it, that, you know, he wasn't really running the offense. More or less what he was doing was um, starting with the ball so that he didn't have to get open to get the ball. Yeah. And he was yeah. basically creating his own shots, which he looks good doing. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I mean, he scored 10, 12 bucket or 10, 12 points doing that to get him started. He hadn't scored at all until they until they um, put him in that role. 
Yeah. So bringing the ball up, you know, and he's yeah. got the and ball. That's the spot straight on and around the free throw line and a little bit beyond there. Yeah, 17, 18 spot. foot. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yep. So. Um, so a, a good game. I think they overcame some adversity. That's always good to see. You know, there's some runs there where they could have easily just um, let you know, kind of get out of control and they didn't. Well, but. yeah. I mean, we had the lead and then, you know, Pitt started following, you know, really, really early, you know, like two minutes almost. So they, they were trying to extend the game as long as possible. So that's why, you know, it ended up being a little bit closer than what it was, especially because we were shooting free throws whether we were shooting. But, uh, again, we ended up making the shot enough shots, uh, to, to hold the lead and win the game, you know? So, yeah. All right. Well, let's do some fan feedback. What do you say? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's time to hear from you. The loud mouths from the loud house. The best damn college sports fans in the nation. All right, you guys know the deal. Go to at Cuse Militia on the socials, Facebook and Twitter. I always propose a question at the end of every game, uh, asking for your thoughts on uh, what had just transpired. So... Uh, we're going to start here. I guess we're going to start with some Twitter. And I got a top 10 and a bonus today. Top 10 and a bonus. All right. So here we go. Uh, at Joe Catskill, it was a good win. They really had good movement on offense and defense. The era of Buddy, bu- buddy Ball begins. Uh, hashtag Go Q's team is starting to come together. Yeah, you're starting to yeah. see you're starting to see chemistry. Is what he's saying. You know, I mean, that's we talked about chemistry. We've talked about how um, they didn't have it. <laughs> so um, yeah. it, that's good to see. At Geo Heater, Pascal got the message. People, he's a re- he's a rebound machine. Buddy played very well when called upon. It was a great day at the dome and a lot of fun. Loved the football, Selly, and Dino's halftime speech. If anyone was there to see it, he called out Clemson for next year. Goosebumps. Um, yeah, that was cool oh, seeing man. Dino out there. And by the way, I noticed too. Dino threw a ball out into the crowd, and he's a lefty like like me. So that's you know I mean most really oh, good really, for you most really cool people are lefties you know oh god oh good Same. for you <laughs> and how <laughs> so um uh and he can throw a spiral man it's tight so uh at Nick Sweetland this reminds me I saw this comment and then I was like you know what there was a there was a um what you call it a review on the podcast so I might as well just do both of these right now before I get to Nick's comment Nick you left a, a five star rating and a review if you go to iTunes and you leave a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts then uh, you're entered to win some free swag if I call you out on the air and I read your comment then you email us at qsmilitia at gmail.com and what we'll do is we'll send you out some stuff uh, once you email us with your address so Nick says uh, best Qs podcast out there wow hey humbling thank you um being a guy from the state of Iowa, you can imagine no one, I mean no one, not a single person ever knows who the Orange are. <laughs> so when I so when I get a chance to listen to the Cuse Militia and get my updates before and after games, it's a blessing. They also listen to the fans and let them voice their opinions too. I look forward to every show. Keep up the great work, Sean and Joe. Nick, that means a ton to us. Yes, sir. We really appreciate you taking the time to do that. And um, more than anything... The kind words are just 
they're humbling. Like uh, we, I, I don't know what else to say when you guys leave such, um, n- such nice comments. You're too nice, too nice. Um, <laughs> Nick says, "Great game. Nice to see when they faced adversity towards the end of the game." They kept the lead around double digits. Mark threw some dimes. Uh, good team win. Keep up. Keep it rolling. Yeah, Mark with the backdoor pass a few times, and he was slinging it. Too, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. I'm su- yeah. I'm surprised some of those were caught. I mean, he was freaking. It was coming out of a cannon. So, um, yeah, impressive, and. You know, Brissett said something along the lines of, you know, I don't know how he does it, but he sees the whole court and he compared him to Magic Johnson the way that he sees the court and the way that he knows where everybody is and where they can be and where they will be. So I thought that, I mean, hey, whatever. But real cool, uh, you know, (laughs) to hear his teammates talk about him like that because uh, he's just a trip, that dude, man. And if you see him after the game, after he's showered and dressed back up, boy, he looks like, I mean, he's he's a meme machine. He's a, <laughs> I can't just say it. He's like so 80s rock. It's not funny. Um, <clears throat> all right. I digress. At, <laughs> at Gregorian Rants, Buddy gaining confidence. Chuku gaining confidence. Block party out there today. Offense had more movement, and the backdoor cut was brilliant. Missed 11 free throws, though. Yeah. Uh, Greg, yeah. you're right. The um, – the 11th, I was not expecting that at all, especially from Tyus Battle, who went one for four from the free throw line. Yeah. And um, Chuku is, was like, he has been so good at hitting his free throws. Um, well, he's been a little inconsistent yeah. this year, but last year, do you remember how well he was hitting his three yeah. free throws? I just Two remember that, you know, there's so many games where it's close and it's just Battle or Brissett and Hughes or Howard or, you know, it's only three of them and you're not getting anything from Chuku or anybody else. So, I mean, anytime that we're going to get, like, anytime we get stuff from Chukwu and, like, Frank Howard, I think had an all right game, you know, missed a lot of shots, but I think he had an all right game. And um, obviously the, you know, points from Beheim, the uh, rebounds and assists and everything that Doge did. So when we're getting contributions like that from those guys, then, uh, I mean, we should win every time. Whole, whole different team. Whole yeah. different team. Um, at Todd Harris underscore TH, um, team is playing – team is playing to get to the basket first and it's really starting to open up quality three-point shots that the team is starting to knock down at a much higher percentage if they can consistently play aggressive it will transform the season yeah that goes back to the chemistry and if they can just get into the flow and what which is what they did eventually last season but don't you think joe that with with the addition of hughes and Pascal playing the way he's playing, and Marks obviously improved. It's it's happening earlier in the year, and we obviously we need it to, which is fantastic. But I think it's happening happening early earlier in the year this this time this time around, and you know that's we're just gonna have to see game by game what happens. Um, well, it could have happened a little bit earlier. You it know, absolutely with all the people that, Yeah, with the people that were injured and everything, it's just taking a lot of time with people getting together and, and trying to get it all together. So, um, again, Beheim's going to get it. He's going to figure it out. 
Yeah, we have it's too like, much talent for him not to. Right, he's like the mad scientist out there, just 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 putting ingredients together and thro- throwing people in different combinations out there and seeing what creates a spark, what's going to you know what's going to work and what's not. And you know yeah. that's why, by the way, Jalen Carey didn't play. It wasn't because he was. It wasn't because of his three turnovers in seven minutes against Duke. It wasn't because he had bad practices. It was simply a matchup thing. He thought yeah. that that was just not going to work. And he's got those options this year. So when yeah. fans don't see someone that they've seen at least for a few minutes every game, they start to wonder. Like, and then the, that's how the rumors start. And you know, that's, the media does the same thing. Um, right. Ty on Facebook says Battle needs to watch his attitude with the refs. He's a leader and needs to set the better example. Better set the better example. Brissette is playing better. Chuku rebounding with two hands and keeping it high. Nice to see Buddy play more minutes. Overall, good game. Um, yeah. Well, Steve, the- well, Steve responded to this. So let me read Steve and then see where you where you stand, Joe. Okay, I'll give it right to you. Uh, uh-huh. he's, he says, Ty, battle was hacked on the arm twice and no call. He, was, he had a right to be upset. I don't think I've ever seen a no call with such an obvious hack on the arm. Buddy isn't really, isn't ready yet, but improving. No other player at that level would be on the floor. So, I mean, we'll see. Uh, really need Howard to get back to normal like he did in the second half versus Duke. So, there's a lot there. Go ahead, Joe. What do you got? Uh, I the battle with the refs. As, what do you think? Well, I mean, with battle and the refs, it's it's the same thing. Sometimes a little bit with Howard too. I just I feel like you can be emotional when there's a bad call or when you think you got. But I mean, you can't really express or really say stuff to the refs because really all they're all it's really going to do is make them upset. You know, you're really not going to it's not going to help you get calls. You know, and uh, you saw Tyus get called for I thought a couple ticky tack fouls. You know, so. I mean, yes, they missed him, but, you know, let the head coach do it. Uh, you can be emotional and not really stare down the ref or talk to the ref or say anything to the ref, and that's kind of where he, where he's got to start doing because, I mean, obviously what he's doing really isn't helping him. I know he's, I know that, you know, some of them should get called, but he's kind of got to just carry himself a little bit better because we don't need him to be getting in foul trouble. No, we don't because it seemed like he was just not on the right side of the refs. <laughs> you know, right. you know. So if we don't need that. We right. don't need our star player on the wrong, on the wrong side of the rest. Right. Know? Maybe say your piece one time. He did get hacked, but you know, um, he was actually running down the court arguing with the ref when we had actually gotten a turnover, and um, you know he had to come back because he was so worried about talking to the refs. He wasn't in the mm-hmm. game, and that that is, you know, you gotta watch out for that. So, what about the second half of this? Buddy isn't ready, but he's improving. What do you think? Uh, I think he it's comes just into the be... game shooting twenty five percent from three. Coach puts him in to shoot threes. Does Buddy have? <laughs> uh, does, is Buddy is Buddy well, it's more 20, entitled? Twenty five. It's twenty five percent because of the you know bad numbers early. Right. Uh, I think well, right. more recent. More recently, he's been uh, he's Decent. been better in the ACC play. If you look at the numbers, it's probably a little bit better. And honestly, I think it's just going to be a matchup thing, like you said. I mean. I mean, Battle played 40 minutes, so there's going to be those main couple guys that are going to play a bunch of minutes, but uh, we have options, like you said, you know, a bunch of options where we can go big, we can go small, and we can go shooters-wise. So I think, again, it's just going to come down to matchups. You know, if he thinks that the offense is out there 
is are too too good for Buddy to be out there, and he thinks that he might be a defensive liability or something. He might not play him, you know. But if it's something where he thinks he can go in there and spread the defense out and make a couple outside shots and become a, and actually be a threat, then you know I can see him doing that. So. And, you know, um, me personally, I don't think there's a problem with it. There's some people saying that, you know, Buddy's a little entitled because he's the coach's son. He gets more playing time than he should because he's not that good. But his players can vouch for him. And and Coach said, you know, he was knocking everything down in practice. And like I said, man, practice good, play good. I mean, that's what coaches look at. That's why you have practice. You see how the guys are doing. He shot four or five. Like, yeah, he only shot the ball five times. That's another thing to point out. It's not like he's it's not like he's just hucking them up to just see if they fall. And he shot 80%. So I don't think there's an argument there, Steve, really. But Steve, right. he's he's really good. He, he comments a lot, and he's, he's pretty solid, though, most of the time. So. Well, yeah. I mean, it just comes down to, I mean, if you can be a threat. If you're going to be consistently shooting threes, then the other team has to put somebody out there on you, which, you know, helps your offense even if you're not – making the shots because they have to be on you, you know? And then there's the other question is, is his defense. And I mean, he got a steal. Uh, he didn't look like he really got beat too many times. It looked like he played pretty good defense and obviously the effort was out there. So, uh, as long as he's not a defensive liability and he's out there and he's, you know, an offensive weapon who can actually make some shots when he's open, then, uh, he's going to get playing time, especially if other players aren't hitting the shots. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. He said himself the speed of the game was taking time for him to adjust to that. And, you know, he knows that it's going to take time. And he that was him, by the way, in the, at the end of the montage. Yeah, at the end. Um, so, um, all right. Anthony on Facebook says, solid performance, especially with the concern of a post-Duke letdown. That's something I was worried about. I was worried about coming in. We talked about it in the last episode, Joe, being kind of, you know, Still, still high from that Duke win coming in, and and just you know not focusing on Pitt, but it didn't happen. And in fact, well, no, and that's why I was glad to see Ty's battle, you know, actually react the way that he did because, um, that was going to be the main thing to look forward to. At the end of the day, it looks like everyone else feeds off of him, so uh, he really can't start off slow. Um, I mean, he can start off a little slow, but he can't have a bad overall game. There's at some point he's got to turn the switch on and he's got to get people going, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're going to break real quick from fan feedback because we've actually got um, Isaiah Stewart is about to announce. So Live. Live. I can bring in the feed. So let's see. Let's see what we got. Let's see how long this takes first. Maybe we'll have to uh, cut it short. 6'9", 245, five-star center, number two center in the ESPN 100. He is down to Duke, Michigan State, oh, Syracuse, Kentucky, and Washington. We Before we get to that, what's it like being a top five player and just all the attention that comes along with that? Oh, man, it's great. You know, um, I've been working so hard, and, you know, I'm just – it's starting to pay off, and I'm just thankful. You know, I always thank the man upstairs every night. I pray to God, and, um, you know, I'm just staying on this path. He got laid out for me. And, uh, you know, I'm just enjoying it. I'm enjoying the ride. All right. Let's uh, welcome up mom and dad here for this uh, big announcement. Again, hundreds of people uh, around us here for this announcement. You have whittled it down from a lot to five. Now it's time to whittle from (laughs) five to one. It's all yours. Isaiah Stewart, where are you headed? Oh, man. Um, I just, first of all, before I say where I'm headed, I just want to thank all the colleges 
that recruited me and, um, you know, that spent time and came up to see me. And, uh, All right, come on, buddy. Next year, Let's do this. I'll be attending. University of Washington. Oh, Don't get the uh, freak out of here, Hopkins. Stole recruit. The Washington Husky. Right, well, Nab Isaiah Stewart. Why the Husky? Uh, All right, well, we can drop that feed. Oh, dude. That would have been a big one. Oh, no. Oh, that sucks. I got to be honest. I thought we were getting him hands down. I don't know about hands down, but uh, I thought I like... we, I, it, well, I liked our chances. Okay. Can I be a little bit hyperbolic, Joe, without no. you jumping on me right now? I'm emotional. Okay. Wow. Golly. Okay. You're, you're <laughs> such a <laughs> hole sometimes. <clears throat> Sorry. I don't feel, I don't feel emotions. I know you don't. Right, to the next one. Because you're a hole. No, I'm Jeez. not. I'm not. It's just, you know. It's just a high school kid, man. There's going to be other ones. Yeah, we got John Bolajak, you know. I mean, it's just. We got another does, one out there, too, anyway. Does I hate to see these that we're losing these guys, so, you know. You think? To, well, to, uh, to Hopkins. To Hopkins, yeah, because he'd have been the one recruiting him for us. So He was the one, he was the one recruiting him I know, for and us. if he was here, he'd have been, he'd have still been. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, I don't know why you decided to double down on the point I was making. I'm glad we agree. I'm glad we agree. Sometimes. Where was I? Who knows? Lauren, Lauren says, Brissett needs to up his game. Kind of disappointed with him this year. Battle came out mean mugging, but still on point. Huge game for Bayheim, And, of course, Mark is my fave, so he does no wrong. Uh, by the way, uh, everything she says there, let me see, Brissett needs to up his game. Yes. Battle came out mean mugging. He, well, he ended up mean mugging. Let's put it that way. Um, big game for Bayheim. Yes. Mark, fan fave. Yes. Mark knows the crowd loves him, by the way. He made a comment about that. And he says, the crowd loves me. I think that's a direct quote. So, <laughs> so yes, the crowd loves Mark. We love Mark. Everybody loves Mark. And why? Because the dude has got hustle. You got hustle. You got me. That's all I got to say. Because he will take a charge from Zion. Basically. Uh, if Coach Dino is looking for a solid backup QB for Tommy DeVito, maybe he should ask Mark. He makes some good. He made some sweet passes to his teammates uh, that scored points. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Some nice passes, man. I don't know if he's if he's. Can he be a little bit hyperbolic, Joe? <clears throat> can he exaggerate to emphasize a point or no? Nope. Can. <laughs> Oh my I can't gosh. believe you even picked that one. Nobody likes you. <laughs> I know you're well, talking you know. to yourself. Stop talking to yourself, bro. And We're here's going. the bonus. Here's the bonus. And this is just icing on the cake for me because, you know, I wasn't going to pick on Joe. I didn't want I don't feel like bad, you know, you know, picking on Joe or anything. But his mom, Nancy, we got her right here. She says, great win for the Qs. Looked like they're getting better every week. Yes. Maybe I should do the show with her because I think she's probably way nicer than you. (laughs) I I highly doubt I'll be telling her on air that I hate her or she's a hole. I highly doubt that will happen. And it would save me grief. And I'll bet you she's punctual and she can start Uh, the show on time. Right? What do you think? I think all those things are correct. (laughs) Uh, I mean, they're really... (laughs) 
can't argue any of that. So, <laughs> Golly, you are something else, care. bro. You huh? are something else. Um, all right. Well, thanks for everybody to who participated in the fan feedback, and thanks for making social media uh, a blast for me and Joe to get on there and and see your comments and being involved. And I mean, you guys make the show. And I know there's new listeners all the time because I see the numbers. So get on there, uh, join the militia, have some fun. There's no there is no censorship unless you're being like degrading or rude to someone. Other than that, you say whatever the hell you want. I don't care. I really don't. All right, Joe. So Miami's coming to the Dome this Thursday. What is it? January 24th. And uh, they are going to be playing a game at 8 o'clock. Syracuse holds the lead in the all-time series with Miami at 18-8. and eight. Uh, the first time the two teams met was in 1963. Syracuse upset them. Uh, they were The Hurricanes were favored, and their star Rick Barry uh, was playing for them at the time, 86 to 85 in overtime. And Syracuse was led by Dave Bing. He had 29 points in that, that game for the Orange Men. Um, this Miami team will come into the Dome, however, at 9-8 and eight overall, 1-4 and four in the ACC, and they sit at 93 in the net rankings. This squad, this, this is a quad three uh, game, so this is kind of a must win. Um, we don't need any more of these. Um, I guessed uh, their best win looking at their schedule, maybe against Wake Forest. That's their only uh, conference win, but they do have five guys averaging double digits, led by the likes of Chris Likes. You like how I did that? You see what I did there? Uh, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> he pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Really, Joe? Fart noises? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. He ruined the show. He ruined the whole thing. He pulls in 18.1 points a game, a determined player, a squirrely little guy. He's he's only, you know, I think he's my height. 5'7". Yeah, he's, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm taller than him. I'm like 5'8 and an eighth, okay? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, the the sure least of it. <laughs> The least efficient guy in uh, that group that's scoring double digits, those five, is Zach Johnson. He is shooting 42.9% from the field. As a team, they shoot 46 from the field, 36.5 from three, and 71.9 from the line. So they don't look horrible on paper, Joe. Um, what else should we expect? I mean, their record stinks, and uh, they've gotten beat by some pretty mediocre teams. So, Yeah. That's basically been their problem is they haven't been consistent. I know that they had a couple guys that got hurt. Uh, they really only go seven deep. Um, and again, I mean, they started off five and zero. Oh, then they go on a stretch where they lose to Seton Hall by two in neutral court. Then they lose to Rutgers by three at home. Then they lose to Yale by four at a neutral court. And then they lose at Penn by 14. So they uh, that's just all non-conference stuff. They go five and four from there. Then they finish off the non-conference with three more wins uh, to go eight and four. But then after that, I mean, the start of the ACC play, they lost to NC State, lost at Louisville, lost at Florida State. Uh, their only win is a game against uh, Wake Forest, who is by pretty much everyone's account the worst team in the ACC this year. So, uh, And that was an 11-point win at home. So... Um, they've just struggled. I mean, the last 12 games, they're four and eight. Uh, 
they haven't won an, uh, an away game, a true a true away game. And again, I mean, you look back at their best win, and it was the Wake Forest win. So um, again, just a game we have to win. Um, and pretty much every team that has been better than them that they've played has beat them. So, uh, and like you talked about, Chris likes uh, <clears throat> sophomore guard is is their best player, but they do have some other guys that are. Are pretty good. They got three seniors with um, Abuka Uzundu and Zach Johnson and Anthony Lawrence. Um, and then uh, an Anthony Mack is a 6'6 freshman who starts. And then they have uh, the Dejan Vasiljic. Vasiljic? I don't even know. Names come here to die, brother. Yeah, I know. But he's, I mean, he's, he's a junior, so he's, you know, their guard there who's a really good three point shooter who's beaten us in the past. Um, so this is a scary game as far as uh, they do have a, a pretty decent offense, uh, 60 uh, over, adjusted overall, 60th in uh, Ken Palm. Um, so they have a decent offense, but their defense really isn't that good. So as long as we uh, can continue to, to play consistent offense and the offense that we've been playing the last couple of games, and I think we should be okay. And, you know, defense as well. I mean, we've seen what we can do and if, last couple games just come out and play like that we should be fine but uh Miami is a team that can hit threes and um you know they are going to come out and they are going to play hard so yeah they're not going to I mean you know when we look at the paper and you look and you're like man they got some guys that can score they've got not only that but they shoot very well similar to Pitt now you know Pitt we held they they were shooting around forty six percent from the field. We held them to thirty four percent. So you know the zone does that. So we've got to rely on the defense. And um, you know it's not an yeah. unwinnable game, but it's one of those dangerous games where you got the guys. If someone can get hot from three, you know it's then what do you do? Because well, that's kind that's of what our Achilles heel team. Yeah, that's what scares me. This team is because I mean they're not really that tall. I mean Azundu, uh, their center, who's six ten senior. Uh, he's pretty tall, and then they have a six ten guy, uh, Sam uh, Wardenberg, six uh, ten sophomore that comes off the bench. That's really all their height. Uh, other than that, Anthony Lawrence is six seven, and he's a guard. So I mean, they don't have that many big guys, and I, I think that they actually shoot the three better than Pitt does as a team. So that's what kind of scares me is if they can figure out the movement and actually get some good um, open three point shots, especially like I said that Vasilijevic. Uh, has, he's, yeah, he's made threes against us and scored a decent amount of points against us in the past. Yeah, we so, know that name. Yeah, he's so he, he, he shoots forty four percent from three. So yeah, he averages about seventeen minutes a game, which is or excuse me, thirty point nine minutes a game. So, <clears throat> uh, oh yeah, he plays a lot, about 12, 12 points a game. So I mean, he's gonna probably hit. Three, four, five threes. If anyway, if he gets hot, but, though, he'll keep taking them. If he keeps making them, he's gonna keep taking them. Make them, right? Take so, them, you know, I mean, you just, I just hope that they don't out rebound it. With with that height, we should be able to out rebound them. And uh, again, just hopefully playing good enough defense and getting out to their shooters. And I mean, we should be okay as long as we just don't blow it, man. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we will get back here um, at. The, the um, earliest possible time, I suppose, uh, after the Thursday's game. So we're not usually used to recording. We haven't had a Thursday game yet, so it's a little different, huh? Yeah, it's kind of a random night. 
Yeah, but but I mean, it is what it is. We usually record on Thursday, so got to get it done, man. It'd be nice to be fourteen and five, five and one in the ACC. It'd be excellent because the next stretch, if you just want a real quick glimpse at the at the next stretch that we're gonna have to go through. It, after Miami, it's Virginia Tech, Boston College, back to Pitt. It's a quick turnaround. Three straightaway games. Yeah, all those are away. Correct. Sorry. Um, and then back to, back at home versus Florida State, back at home versus Boston, and then going to NC State. Joe, you're going to that game, right? Yeah, I'm going to try. All right. So, all right. Well, <clears throat> thank you to Armchair All Americans, Tick Splits, My Bookie, JP Mulligan's, Shopping Town Barbershop. Uh, you guys, of course, I thank you guys all the time. You know I'm thankful for you guys listening and participating on no, social thanks, media. Man. Um, you no, screw you, you, <laughs> you screw you tonight. No thanks to Joe tonight. No thanks to Joe tonight. Oh my gosh, this guy. I don't know. I don't know this, what your anger's about. Man. This guy. This guy couldn't even put together the quad system for me. By the way, damn, dude, we definitely we should have remembered. We should have remembered to say this. Notre Dame slipped to a quad two game. The pit game was a quad two game. So we sit at um, three and two in quad two and two and one in quad one. That's how it stands right now. So uh, we'll come back with the full list again. Well, actually, I don't know. We'll see because they only they don't update it every day like I had been told. So we'll just have to see what happens. But anyways, yeah, thanks, well, everybody. Sweet. Yeah, we'll just wait, see what happens. Thanks, everybody, for listening. appreciate you guys so much, um, especially you overseas listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, that is all. Yes, sir. More Cuse Militia Podcast is inevitable. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Cuse Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives... There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile. And get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home... Yes, cool! ...or attending one live... You can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement. Other restrictions apply.